Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Hello again. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network, taking you into the garage area and talking to the folks to make these race cars go around the racetrack. I'm Steve Post, pit road reporter for Motor Racing Network, joined by 25-time and championship-winning crew chief, Todd Gordon. Hello, Todd. How are you? I'm great. I didn't have to stress through Talladega last weekend. Don't have to worry about what's coming forward with the Roval. You and Rudy Fugel living life large, right? Exactly. And now Jonathan Jonathan Hassler. Hassler. Yeah. Um, How about that? Boy, I I love the, the, the mantra. Winning at Talladega or Daytona takes luck. Well, if it takes no, luck, it how come those same guys do it? And there is a skill set to this. And Ryan Blaney and, and, and everybody at Penske building these cars, they, they, they have that skill set down pretty good, especially at Talladega. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I've, I've got a few of those to- Talladega got a few of those trophies. Those I've got four too. of them. So, um, you know, I got one more than Blaney. There you go. See <laughs> somebody, that? somebody brought that up to me this week, but uh, uh, what a great run for those guys. And, you know, the Ford, the Ford made a body change in the offseason. Uh, they moved kind of into a more efficient position and put them in a great position going speedway racing. And, and we saw that. Saw the Fords look good all day long. Jonathan called a great race. I thought, uh, I thought their car had a ton of speed. Uh, Ryan was able to push whenever he needed to. And you saw that. He, could, he pushed on Kevin Harvick for a long time. Uh, at one point, and I went back and rewatched this, but at one point, they, he and William Byron were back like 17th, 18th, and, uh, and they, made a, they made a charge forward. They came from 17th or 18th to first and second in about three laps. Wow. But Blaney just locked on the bumper of the, of the 24 car. His ability to push all day long, his car had a ton of speed in it. We noticed, uh, we noticed uh, the, he wasn't the only Penske car that pushed because Austin Sindrick, man, I'm telling mm-hmm. you what, you wanted Austin Sindrick on your back bumper. He was, that was a, that was a, we were keeping an eye on that two car, and Austin Cedric was was a was a pushing son of a gun out there. That's for sure. Yeah, especially to uh, to recover to a top five finish uh, from from being a lap right. down and and getting getting a free pass on a, I think a last caution or something like that. Yep, no doubt. Uh, we have when, when it comes to the big picture of the playoffs. Um, of course, Jonathan Hasler and Ryan Blaney moving on. Uh, R- Rudy Fugel and William Byron now they're 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 long checked into this thing. You got to feel good coming out of Talladega if you're Denny Hamlin, Chris. Gabehart, and our guest today is going to be Adam Stevens. Uh, we'll ask him how he feels about it, but Adam Stevens, Christopher Bell, to not only survive Talladega, but to put yourself with a little wiggle room at the Roval, you, you got to come out of there. That's got to be a phew moment for these teams. Yeah, definitely. Knowing that they were involved in a, in a situation early, got damaged, yeah. had to work their way through that, um, You know, just kind of made the most out of the day from that point forward. Uh, didn't have the day you know, they got some damage, but they got it fixed. They finished. They, 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 they got their objective done. They come into this, uh, they come into the Roval plus 22 points. I think that's a good position, especially knowing that we've got stage cautions coming back. Yeah. So um, I think that'll change up the amount of points that people make. I think it changes the strategies on what people do coming to, uh, coming to the stage ends, you know, three mm-hmm, to go. Yeah. I think we'll see yeah. cars on pit road. 
think we'll see different agendas. Be interesting what Adam says about that. Flip the script, that's for sure. So Adam comes out of there good. Survival mode, and and I, I this, there was it was just it was interesting to me because there was no big movers. I guess I guess Kyle Bush maybe, but there was no big mover. Uh, Chris Buescher lost two points, finished nineteenth. Martin Truex Jr. lost two points, finished eighteenth. Now Larson did gain thirteen points, finished fifteenth. But with those guys in the top twenty that came out of there pretty good which which not what you're looking for you don't go to a race to finish 18th but you got to come out of here thinking okay boy it could have been a whole lot worse yeah yeah it could have been it could have been and even ross chastain yeah as big of a penalty because they got you know they they got caught up in that wreck at the end of stage Stage one one. yeah uh so really a a a no points day uh one maybe uh but Enough guys finished back there in the late teens that it didn't it end up leaving. He's still ten back. Yeah. I, I my my thought is is that really the last five cars are racing for that one spot. So you're but we'll see where that plays. Yeah, out. I mean, yeah, because points points the, the way it plays out, and and again, uh, a catastrophic problem for somebody think, obviously changes everything. I think Larson's seventh right now at plus fifteen or something like that. Larson is uh, fifteen above the cut. Yeah, he's yeah. seventh, fifteen yeah. above the cut. And I just with the we'll see where it plays out, but you've got a lot of good, really good road course racers in that. In that, I'm going to call Denny Hamlin through. He's plus fifty. I just don't see that happening this week. Yeah, yeah, um, but. Christopher Bell won here last year. Chris Busher, pretty darn good road racer. Martin yep. Truex, put yeah. some really good road, road races racing, together. Yeah. One at Sonoma. Yeah. Uh, you know, I yeah. think everybody back there. Yeah, Larson, Truex, and Busher are all 15 to 19 above the cut, and they're all really good road yeah. racers. Yeah, so and I, I good think teams keep the car on the, on the asphalt. and Be interesting to see where it plays out. Well, I think that's going to be the fascinating part. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on when we kind of preview it, how it does play out with stages and everything, because the stage breaks are back at yes. the Roval. So yeah, we brought the cautions back and we've changed the restart zone. Yeah. See where that, that goes. Too. Fun stuff. We're going to talk about it and we're going to talk about that with Adam Stevens, crew chief for Christopher Bell, and see what his take is on all of the things coming up Roval. I want to mention this before we step away and then we'll get to Adam. Uh, if you like what we're doing here on Motor Racing Network with our programs, whether you're listening on Spotify or watching on YouTube or on MRN.com, uh, share it, like it, subscribe. Those things just help grow what we're doing here and give us a chance to even do more stuff. We've got some fun stuff in the pipeline here across MRN. I know that uh, we're working on some projects and but but subscribing and sharing and liking and rating and reviewing all really really matters in this uh in this era we're in so we appreciate you doing that if uh if you like what we're doing here on mrn's crew call so let's do this let's step away when we come back adam stevens from over in joe gibbs racing or over at joe gibbs racing he joins us next Napa! Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shins that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. Todd Gordon and Steve Post, let's go to the hotline. Joining us from over at Joe Gibbs Racing, crew chief for Christopher Bell on that number 20 Toyota. Adam Stevens joins us. Hello, Adam. How are you? 
Hey, gentlemen, doing well. How are you guys? We are doing well. Adam, 14th at Talladega, 22 above the cut line. You'd like to be further. You'd like to be locked in. There's a whole lot of guys not. What's the relief factor with that wild card race in the mirror? Well, you know, so many things can go wrong at Talladega. To get out of there with a, any kind of gap to the cutoff um, is a good situation. You know, last year at this time, we were well below the cut. Um, and put ourselves in a must-win situation. So, you know, we're definitely not in that now. Um, but, you know, how many points do we need to score? It depends if we have a bottom four winner or not. But certainly having any kind of gap, it, it gives you some margin to work with. And you, you talk about that. We're going to the Roval, and we're going back to having stage cautions, which I think kind of changes up the total amount of points that guys can accumulate because now you make that decision between the two. How do you feel like that's changed what that margin and your comfort of that margin? You're, I think, 22 points above, 20 points above uh, Brad if, if you do have one of those bottom four winners. But that has to put you in a little better comfort zone because it's tough for guys to put together 55 points, right? Yeah, that's true. It, it definitely makes the guys with a margin a, a little bit better space because you have to pick if you're racing for stage points or if you're racing for the win. Um, I would say that, I mean, high likelihood those things are mutually exclusive this weekend. And, um, I don't like that. Um, I liked it better when there were no um, stage cautions um, because we intend to run up front and, and do both. But in our situation for this particular instance, I think the point totals are going to be down. You know, there's going to be a lot of guys that run well um, that have, you know, 30, 35 points and a lot of guys that take the stages and take the sure thing and, and maybe finish uh, mid pack and, and they're going to be high twenties, you know, so it's definitely not looking like 50 point days for a lot of guys. Yeah. I think uh, you, you brought it up. You were in a must win position last year and really in a situation when JGR as a whole on road courses, wasn't, was weak. I, I, I just call it what it is. I, I didn't feel like you guys were that strong as a whole, but you ran top 10 all day long. I felt like you ran fifth, sixth, seventh, uh, really was kind of a bright light there and a great call late. And who scored the most points last year and how many was it? Might've been you at 40, I believe. Um, <laughs> it's, it's possible. <laughs> I, I, yep. I looked it up, but that's what it was. Um, you have to feel good coming off of that, knowing you guys have made your program better and you've got a little bit of knowledge of what that place takes to win. Sure. You know, we felt like if we did our jobs to the best of our ability last year, that we could have, you know, six to eighth place speed. Um, I think you were a little bit generous in your assessment there. And then I feel like we were right in that six to eighth place window. Um, and that's where we were running when that final caution came out. Um, so, you know, we had to take advantage of that situation. And, and thankfully, we got that caution. Without that caution, we weren't winning that race. It wasn't going to happen. So, um, you know, that set up a strategy play and, and, let us put Bell in a situation where he could man up and get it done. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's different, different times now, you know, JGR as a whole is, is in Toyota as a whole, the rope course programs a little bit stronger. Um, and we've seen, um, you know, competitive speed out of the group, um, 2311, as well as JGR, just depending on which given road course event. And, um, you know, we've been winning stages and running up front and finishing up front. So we should have the speed capability in our cars if we do our jobs when we get there. How has the Roval evolved, Adam? And I know we've had a car change in the middle of it all, but racing on this infield road course is still rather new. I mean, we've been doing it for a few years, but we do it once a year. How has this kind of racing evolved, and, and how have you guys fine-tuned uh, fine all of the operations there? 
That's a great question. You know, it, it's changed a lot. They've made some changes to the layout of the racetrack. Um, you know, the turtles were always a big thing, tearing up cars and, and uh, they deepened the backstretch chicane, which really slowed the cars down there. Um, you know, this new car is, is wildly different because you're tending to bottom out the shocks and, and the, the things you need to get through the oval are different than the things you need to get through the, the infield section. And, and we don't have bump springs and bump rubbers and, and um, coil bound springs, things to control the ride heights like we used to. So, um, you know, you have a single spring on each corner and, and, and when you bottom that out, it's an infinite rate when you hit that shock bottom. So, um, and where you have a reduced downforce this year compared to last year. So it, it's going to make the oval quite challenging. And I think the compromises between um, what it took to be the best you could be last year and what it's going to take this year are going to be quite a bit different. And, and we'll have a, a change, I think, in the restart zone as well uh, yes. coming to the Roval. How do you do you see that as a significant piece or kind of mute here at the Roval? I think it will be. I, I think, you know, with the old restart zone and you were skipping that chicane, mm-hmm. everybody was bunched up going into turn one and generally tempted to overdrive the corner. Certainly the braking marks were wildly different because you roll in there so much faster um, when you're not accelerating out of that uh, front stretch chicane. Um, and now, you know, you're going to be hitting the gas with all the steering wheel cranked in it and that front stretch chicane, especially if you're not on that front row. And it's, it's going to spread out very, very quickly. Um, and I, I think you're going to see, um, you're not going to see three and four wide going through turn one. I mean, you might see two wide, uh, but I, I, that should lessen the um, propensity for cautions down there in Calamity Corner. But um, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it, but it should. Yeah, yeah. The, the other piece, it's a little bit of a caveat this weekend as I look forward in the weather. Looks like Sunday's going to be pretty cool. Uh, what does that do to how you approach the weekend looking at the weather forecast? Well, you know, it's going to change the grip level. Um, but honestly, I can't tell you exactly what the grip level is going to be there anyway. Uh, <laughs> we haven't run this uh, stuff exactly, you know. Um, we haven't run this tire exactly. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't think that's going to be a huge wild card. You know, rain would certainly be a wild card. Yes. But, uh, you know, the, I think that it'll wick up a little bit, um, on new tires. Um, but I fall off should generally be the same, but, you know, guessing that grip level and knowing how hard you can go off the truck are, are a big part of, of what we spend our time on during the week. And, and that's how, it's what you have to do to dial in your setups. You have to have a pretty good feel for the grip level, but, uh, we're all guessing right now. Adam, when we look at the playoffs, the performance that you guys have, you started the playoffs with a crew chief or a, a crew change, a pit crew swap, and, and 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 you've obviously overcome some struggles with that along the way. And of course, we're in this weird Talladega Roval spot. But just overall playoff performance, what what do you guys what what do you guys assuming we move on from here? What do you guys need to need to continue to do to get to to, to get to get championship round worthy uh, beyond playoff worthy? Well, the goal of the the playoffs is to make it to the next round. Sure. Um, You have to take it one race at a time and and one round at a time. You can't put the cart before the horse. Um, And if if you advance to the next round, then you check that box and it's mission accomplished. You can't dwell on the things that didn't go exactly right Mm -hmm. or you can't really celebrate or dwell on the things that went exceptionally right. Um, It only matters in the results. Um, it's, it's very different than any other time of the year. Um, and you know, if, if you take a, a three race 
snippet of anybody's season randomly, three races in a row, it could look fantastic or it could look absolutely dismal. And the goal is to get to the next round and move on. Um, so in that aspect, um, it, it's been pretty good. Um, but in other aspects, you know, there's some things we need to tidy up. We need to make sure that we're firing on all cylinders um, over the wall. And we need to make sure that we're unloading with a car that's capable and the balance is close, something that we can get in a tunable window. And, and we've been hit and miss on that. And, uh, but at the end of the day, the goal is to advance. And, and if we advance, we can kick that can down the road and grab that next vine and, and swing on it. That's, that's, that's a good it. analogy for it. And, and unloading with speed, uh, what? Three of the, the first three races, you sat on a pole. So I, I think you've done your job on, on trying to make sure you, you unload with something that's got a little pace with it. Um, as you look at the whole piece, and, and 22 points above the cut line, I, I, I know you won't put it there. You've got to go execute the race. I feel like you're, well, you're, you're P4 right now. I feel like you're in a good position uh, coming forward. There's a chance that JGR brings three cars into the final eight. And and for the company, that's exceptional. I mean, you keep not only did you get the three cars in, but they've continued their way through. How is that for you as a team leader? Because I remember as my days, when when I made it to championship four and I was by myself, my whole organization focused on me. Is does that kind of dilute things with all three of you getting being there, or or is it better because all three teams are digging? Oh boy. Um, you know, it, it seems like, um, you know, you got to think now, you know, back in the day we were making our building our own cars. True. Uh, we were, you know, we were not at the mercy of the parts and pieces we were purchasing. Right. Wow. Um, you know, mm -hmm. to, to make the absolute best body you have to, you know, uncover and and look at every single body panel and underbody piece that's available to you you know and if you're trying to spread that out multiple ways there's going to be some compromise there oh boy um but uh <laughs> so in that aspect maybe it's not ideal and, and that's different than years past where where you were just down to man hours and craftsmanship and and you could essentially um produce you know three or four of of identical or to the best of your ability uh, mm -hmm. pieces. And I don't know that that's the case now. Um, uh, so, you know, maybe three is not ideal, but certainly you want more bullets in the chamber. Yes. If you're JGR as a whole to, to uh, get some cars to the final four and, and, and have a chance to run for the championship. That is, that is, that is fascinating. Cause I hadn't thought about the, the common car. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, you know, you're, there, there's, there's not as much you can do to massage on those things. You only have so many body panels, right? <laughs> and, 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 and you, you, you kind of measure all those to, to figure it out. I hadn't thought of it in that way. Uh, interesting tidbit. And I don't, I, I asked you the question to be selfish as a crew chief. That, that's that. And I, I apologize for that, but um, <laughs> yeah, for the company, it's always great. I, I know RP was always about all of us getting through, but. It was nice when I could get the best of it when I, when I got by myself. Um, it, it, you look forward uh, this weekend, and uh, strategy-wise, pretty straightforward. You've got to you've got to stop the you've got to short the the stops for the stages, right? To to put yourself in position to win. If if you're going for the race win, I think that's what you have to do. You'll have to jump both stages. If if your goal again is to advance to the next round. Uh, maybe you take those points. Um, you know, if, if we have a 20 some point gap right now at the moment, yep. um, and you know, certainly the bottom two in the playoffs right now are in must win situations. 
Um, but if you can expand that gap, then, you know, maybe you'd be foolish not to take it with a point lead already that we have. Um, so we're going to have to uh, assess that and see where we're running when it comes time to make that call and, and um, see which way we'll go. The way the pl- race plays out, you, you'll, you'll stop at stage one. You'll, or, or you would, stage one, maybe you could stick out and, and stay through because you've got stage two to try to flip yourself a little bit. And then you should have another stop uh, in the final stage that, that falls somewhere in there for you to kind of strategize your way forward, right? That's true. Yep. And, and, you know, last year we didn't really have any cautions until late at the end of the race. Um, and we've been kind of been a trend here recently on the road courses where we're not getting a lot of cautions. So, um, if that holds true, it could play out very similar to last time. And, um, but if we start getting mid-stage cautions, that that's going to really jumble it up too. So, um, you know, you can make all the plans you want, but, uh, when the caution starts flying, you gotta, gotta adjust. That's why you're the crew chief, and that's why we love watching what you do. That's for sure. Adam, we always appreciate the time. We certainly wish you uh, wish you well at the Roval this week and then out throughout the balance of the season. Thanks for joining us here on Crew Call. All right, gentlemen. Always a pleasure. Thank you. There we go. Adam Stevens joining us from over at Joe Gibbs Racing. Stay with us. More Crew Call in just a moment. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. Todd Gordon and Steve Post, and uh, always enjoy Adam Stevens. He's just, uh, he's he's a great resource. Uh, those of us that work pit road, he's a great resource in the garage area. You know, when crew chiefs and teams and drivers are doing things that we don't understand, he's one of those guys that we can always go and ask, and really uh, a lot of insight there in uh, in in their approach to the Roval, and and hopefully I'm through all for those guys in a playoff run. Yeah, definitely. A great interview, a great a great great resource and a great leader two-time champion yes indeed and i think he's got i think he's got more coming i think he does too they keep this pairing together i mean overall christopher was my my championship pick at the opening of the season he wasn't at the opening of the playoffs but they're their, like he their said, trajectory you, is going, you've got to get through three races, exactly. right? Exactly. I loved that answer that you you kick the can down the road and grab the vine and go to the next one because, and, and, and he's so right about this, you can take any driver and pick three random races and say, there oh, is yeah. no way in the world. With this car? With this car, exactly. And then you can pick any driver and say, whoa, look at those three races. Yeah. If if they can stack those three races at at um, at, at, at Homestead, Martinsville, and Phoenix, hang on. And they don't even have to stack them. They can just put a Martinsville together as they did last year, right? Like they did last they, year. They did it to Roval. They did it at Martinsville to get to the final four. Um, I, I think, uh, I think. I mean, the, the Toyota road course program, uh, it's markedly better. Yes. Tyler Reddick coming over, I think, had something to do with it. But, he certainly, yeah. Um, but certainly it's, a... their program as a whole is is really good. Their overall program, I think, I mean, they've got downforce, they've got good power, they've got good teams. Yeah. They're, they're, the Toyota program is in a good place, and JGR could have three-eighths of the final eight. We'll see where the weekend rolls out. Well, but and, Yeah, and, and then you, you take the, the 2311 has two cars still alive as well. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, the Toyota could be... You could be half of it. 
Yeah. I don't think that both the 2311 cars get out of it. I don't think so either. I just think I the feel numbers... like there's five cars there at the back that are racing for that last spot. Last spot. spot. Yeah. Because to, so to what Adam talked about, this isn't a race with the cautions, with the stage break right. cautions. Yeah. You're going to have to decide how to flip this race, and it's going to it's going to cost you points. I don't think you're going to see a, a 50 point day you're, for anybody. You're not going to have someone do like McDowell did at Indianapolis, where it's just rack up stage points yes. and stay right out front, and just yes. keep rolling right to the win. Yeah, because they're going to be this flipping stages you, and flipping. You, now everything. you know the caution's coming. You want to flip it. And so it's 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 made the amount of points that'll be scored. It's kind of muted that. It's yeah. taken that down some, yeah. which means that that separation 20 points there. 20 points behind Brad Keselowski. So if there's an outlier winner, if, if, if Tyler Reddick wins this race, if Ross Chastain wins, if Bubba wins this race, or, or Kyle, Kyle Bush, Bush, I mean, any of them yeah. could be, right? If any of them win this race, the cutoff now comes back to Brad, who's only two points above any, anyway. So that 22-point 20, lead becomes 20. Um, I still think 20 is a pretty big number as long as... I, I would look for Adam. If he's top five, top six, I'd look for him to stay out stage one and take... And, and add a few more points, points to that to cushion that. and uh, and see where it plays out from there. Yeah. Stage one, you might do that and then look to, to strategize stage yes. two to get to, you know, if, if you're sitting there in the top five. Everybody can, has a different can, agenda. Yeah, that's that's video. part of what's cool this weekend is that yeah. everybody does have a different agenda. And there are those that only have to win. There are those. I, I mean, yeah. there's three cars that don't have a car in the world. And, exactly. and I'll put Denny Hamlin in that group because yeah, at plus 50... Points nobody's no there's no way uh, there's got to be a mathematical, a mathematical way that it could happen. Way someone can do it but it's on the racetrack I, yeah. I don't see it happening yeah i don't see it and i feel like chris gapart's got to feel good about it i i mean adam's right there behind him now he's fourth but 22 but yeah. i i still think yeah, he, adam's in a decent spot i just i go back to talladega and you look at this you look at the performance the yeah. three guys that are locked in with the top three drivers that that that, that to, to me William Byron and Denny Hamlin specifically are likely to be factors in this race. They don't have to be factors, but just their performance over the last month, they are up front all the time. Mm -hmm. Why would it be any different? Yeah, yeah. And you look at it, I mean, if you you look from Brad going forward, Kyle Larson, pretty good road racer. Yes, pretty good road racer, yep. Uh, Martin Truex. Yeah. Two top tens and a win. The last, uh, I mean, one at Sonoma, two top tens at Indy and, and Watkins Glen. I think they're in a good position. Uh, Christopher Bell in a really good spot. Yeah, the 20, with the points, yeah. Uh, I just won here last year. I think he's he's got potential there. Um, and you talked about the three up front. I, I just that's that's like, why that's that's why you're you're thinking the five drivers like racing it's, for I one. Feel spot. Feel like it's Brad on back that are racing for one spot, unless something catastrophic happens early to one of those one guys. of those guys up there in the up there toward the front. Fascinating stuff. See really, what plays out. The Roval. It'll be good. That's for sure. See what happens with it. No doubt about it. Oh, I left Chris Busher out. Also a pretty darn good uh, he's road racer. A, no, he's not a pretty darn good. He's a great road racer. So I, just, I just think those guys that are above the line, well I don't see a weakness in that. If they run normal races, they're going to be good. Yeah. Keep it clean. Keep it on the asphalt. Just becomes what be happens there. the last five spots. Yep. Be there at the end. Fun stuff. And that is going to be awesome. That is for sure. It is the Roval at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Our friends at Performance Racing Network have the coverage. It's the Drive for the Cure 250 for the Xfinity Series on Saturday. That'll be a good one. And on Sunday, it's the Bank of America Roval 400. Two o'clock is the race time there. Gives us a chance to talk about some weekly shows here on MRN. NASCAR Live, our Tuesday night tradition where Mike Bagley and the cast and crew of MRN get together and bring all the stories. 
We've got so much there that we now have NASCAR Live Wide Open, which is our podcast edition of the show, which drops on Thursday. NASCAR Coast to Coast. Chris Wilner and Kyle Rickey talk about the roots of the sport. Wing Nation, a bunch of us talk about sprint car racing. And, of course, this is NASCAR Crew Call. And as we mentioned earlier, if you like these programs, uh, uh, share it on your social media. and Share it. Uh, you know, tell, tell other people you like what we're doing here on MRN. We really do appreciate it. So fun, fun stuff. Going to be a great race at the Roval. A good time, that's for sure. We appreciate Adam Stevens for joining us here on the program. He's Todd Gordon. I'm Steve Post. More important than that, though, thank you for joining us here this time on MRN's Crew Call.